Andy's here. Denny is not. He's on a good neighbor tour. He'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Andy, good to visit with you. It's been a long time. It has, Steve. Great to death. I forgot that you're filling in today. Exciting. Been a long time. I bet you it's been a like, couple of years since uh, you and I have talked. Well, yeah, Andy, uh, Denny doesn't take a lot of time off, but he is on a good neighbor tour, getting a little R&R, so good for him. But once again, he'll be back in two weeks. By the way, John Hines uh, sitting in next Saturday morning uh, for Denny, and then he'll be back in the chair in a couple of the weeks. The legendary John Hines next week, huh? Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, uh, I, I think Jesse Trouble was going to fill in for me. I might have to uh, call in. You know, John is a customer of ours from like 25 years ago when I first met him, um, yeah, it, which was yeah. my first time meeting somebody that was finishing work at 11 a.m. and I was just starting. <laughs> and uh, so it, uh, you know, when the guy's been up since 1 a.m. and I've only been up for you know since like eight that day, it was uh, it's a different different world that he lived in. But he's back in the cool. So yeah, how's how things been? How's your house doing? Yeah, good. Uh, the, the the old ranch along the river is doing just fine. But we are being bombarded right now. Uh, my youngest daughter still lives at home. She works out of the house right now uh, for the company. She graduated from college, got a job. I'm thrilled with that. But she does work at home in a home office. And, we, Andy, we're being bombarded by companies we've never heard of. Can we come and look at your roof? And we haven't had a lot of rain, but when we have, it has been severe weather. And and I'm sure that's pretty commonplace all around the region. People are just being hit up. Okay, can we look at your roof? Can we look at your, your siding, your, your gutters, et cetera? Yeah, you know, um, I've been in some neighborhoods, and, 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 and you'd swear there's like a street fair or something going on right. or a uh, a complete neighborhood's having a garage sale or something, and then, nope, it's all roofers door knocking. And I, I know one of those storms uh, where a good friend of mine, like the storm happened. It finished like at 8 o'clock at night and by 8 a.m. the next day. So you're talking 12 hours from when that storm stopped to 8 a.m. the next day. They'd already had three people knock on their door. And, you know, it's, you know, People, everyone has a right to go and make a living, but there's the municipalities have done a good job making sure you have the passes. And a good rule of thumb is there's lots of good roofers in the Twin Cities, lots of good contractors in the Twin Cities. Linus Construction is not alone as, you know, we're, you know, there's, there's lots of good options. Just because you didn't choose us doesn't mean you're not going to get a good job done. There's countless good contractors in the Twin Cities. Uh, I've named them before. You know, Garlock French does great roofing in the Twin Cities. Um, you know, the, the, the guys from all American do a great job. The guys from legacy do a great job. They, you know, these are all really, really good, good roofers. The guys in, in Luckin up in St. Cloud do a, do a fantastic job. All of those guys do wonderful work. So, but they're local and all of them have one thing in common. The vast majority of them aren't knocking on doors. Why? Because, uh, you know, three days ago I looked uh, Steve, my people already had 715 houses booked in September to look at. That means 715 different people called us and said, "Hey, come on and take a look at our house." And I, you know, and we one thing you're going to find out about us: you don't see us in the newspapers, you don't see us going to court, and 
there's never been a job that uh, we've started that we didn't finish, which is still the number one complaint to the Better Business Bureau and contractors is that they didn't even finish the work. And and in this insurance game, Steve, the the, the, the money comes so slow. Like I, I still have over $700,000 that's 90 days past due because we're waiting on insurance companies to fill that. Now, if you don't plan for that, imagine what corners you cut to pay your bills. And when you go to suppliers and you're talking to them right now, the amount of ropers that are getting put on and contractors getting put on COD only because they haven't paid their bills is, is pretty alarming. And so there's a lot of things that you have to think about before you let somebody on your roof. And step one, making sure they're insured. And not just look at the piece of paper, call it. Because that piece of paper is a week old. They could have canceled that policy. You don't know. Call it. Yeah, and I know Andy, that's advice uh, you you and Denny have shared for a long time on the program. So, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's been so dry. But when we've had rain, unfortunately, it's been uh, accompanied by severe weather. How long do you have? If, if you have a hunch that, well, we did have that storm and, you know, I got busy and I kind of forgot about it. What, what is the time period you have to have a reputable company like Lindus come out and take a look? Two years, but a lot oh, wow. of it uh, can be dependent on how your your policy is written. And usually it's two years from the date of claim. Um, some of the policies is two years from date of incident. But as long as you're working with a, a contractor and you're in communication with the insurance companies, they can be flexible. Some of the policies is two years from date of incident. But as long as you're working with a, a contractor and you're in communication with the insurance companies, they can be flexible on that, especially given the, the state of supply chains. We're really lucky and blessed that we haven't had any issues getting shingles, but I know we're, we're kind of alone in that category when it comes to roofing. But when we have a relationship that goes back over 20 years with GAF and one that goes back over 30 years with Beacon Supply, um, that's kind of to be expected. We know we, we get alerts when things are going to be tight, and uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we, we have enough materials to get the job done. And that's one of the things, again, most of the contractors can't even finish finish the work. So they'll, they'll do, they'll get this job. They have a couple window wraps. They do the roofing. They might do the roofing, but then they leave out the window wraps. They forget to do the door. They don't do some of the siding. And, you know, I get these types of jobs for five, six years after a storm because the storm chasers didn't complete what they were supposed to do. And sometimes the customers have paid that money. Now, Steve, the most exciting thing for us right now is we've inspected over 60 homes in the last three weeks that had no damage, meaning roofs that we've installed in the last decade that had hail larger than one and a half inches, some of it larger than two inches. Wow. The class four shingles that we install, and 98% of the roofing that we install is a, is a class four impact rated roofing, have withstood this, this type of work. So much so that the neighbors that didn't use us before are using us now and we are we have lots of videos where we're up on a roof looking at the soft metals being damaged but our shingles not and then around there people getting roofs are like that's at least fifteen hundred dollars in deductible that guy had to spend we have one customer you know some of these policies got changed to be actual cash buy value only they don't even get the depreciated amount so this deductible is going to be eight thousand dollars wow so if he had a class four shingle he didn't be he wouldn't have to replace it he would have saved $8,000. So, and again, it's on average, it costs us, I don't know, 1500 bucks more to put a class four shingle on than uh, a standard, you know, HGZ. 
It wow. seems worth it to me. Andy Lindis and the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk E3OWCCO. If you have a question for Andy about your home and home improvement, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line 651 461 9226. The number again, 651 461 9226. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, the squirrels are getting ready for winter. They're, they're gathering a lot of acorns out of my backyard. Uh, what do you need to do to get your home ready for winter? We'll get into that with Andy and much, much more. Your calls and texts always welcome here on the Home Improvement Show. Brought to you by Linda's Construction here on News Talk. A3OWCCO. It is the Home Improvement Show. Saturday is between 9 and 10, brought to you by Linda's Construction. Andy Linda's joining us. And you watch the squirrels. They're getting ready for winter. They're gathering up the acorns and digging holes in the yard and that sort of thing. And, but, but there are things, really, that people should think about to get ready uh, for winter, Andy. And, and that is uh, doors, windows, uh, weather stripping. And then beyond that, one of the biggies, insulation for sure. Yeah, you know, um, one thing people always have to remember, too, your your doors and windows are more weather tight when they're locked. So as we start to get to the cooler time of the year and we start to have our furnaces run, I always make sure, like, if you're going to, you know, close up the house, lock every window, and that's going to tighten up that, that, that actual seam. A lot of doors have adjustments, like the threshold can be adjusted. There's sweeps that you can get for, for your doors. So just make sure that the, everything's working there. Your attic access is always a spot. A lot of energy gets lost. But the other things that, that I like to do this time of year is change all my filters, whether that's any water filter that you have, any furnace filter you have, any anything that's going to filter the air. I, I want to I change those. I want to clean off my entire roof before the snow flies. And, and make sure that my gutters are free and clear of all debris. I will, you know, mark my downspouts this time of year, clean away the dryer vent, and then I'm going to check all of my smoke detectors and CO detectors to make sure that they work. So for me, anytime that we change seasons, I, I go through that routine where I'm going to check all of those things on my house. If you're going to be leaving for the winter, which we have a lot of customers that are, are snowbirds, um, you know, you know, checking and making sure your water's off. And now that now we have lots of different tools that we can put in place with cameras and sensors to make sure what's going on in our house and how we run our house with our thermostats from our phone. There's, there's a lot of different things that we can do, do there, but just, just cleaning your filters and checking your CO2 and smoke detectors. If you do that every season, you're, you're a step ahead of a lot of people. Yeah. Andy, uh, about insulation, Long, long time ago, uh, when I was a young man, I worked at a home improvement store, and I worked out in the yard, and every now and then, uh, the cellulose truck would show up, and we'd lift these bags into the warehouse, and people would come and grab that stuff. The one thing I do know, that settles over time. Is that stuff still used? And I would assume if you have that, that's going to settle out over time and you probably need new insulation or, or more added to the attic. Possibly. Um, now, like I, I, I use cellulose today, and I'll tell you, if we're, done, if we're doing the attic the right way, then you're not going to have to add more cellulose over time. The nice oh, wow. thing about cellulose as it, as it settles 
that upper level kind of creates a crust and makes it harder for air to move through there. That's why I use cellulose. Besides the fact that the, the fire retardant that, that's used in cellulose is more of a rodent deterrent than, than, than the stuff in the fiberglass. Fiberglass, mice, and other rodents will use that as, a, as their playground, way more than cellulose. So, and, and we run into a lot of rodent issues in, in addicts. It's probably the number one issue we run into addicts is rodent issues. And when you, when you understand how a house works, as it gets colder, it starts to suck that air down the wall. And, and, and people always, you know, you see like at Home Depot and some of the box stores, you can buy these foam kits where you put on your outlet and then you glue the outlet to the wall and it's supposed to stop the air moving. That's not doing anything but moving that air someplace else. And it could be moving in someplace worse than where it was coming out. The insulation in attics is usually not the problem, Steve. It's the air movement that's allowed to happen through there. So attic air sealing is, is the first thing that needs to happen. And then checking the ventilation on the roof is the second thing that needs to be happened. Remember, the vast majority of r- jobs that we're re-insulating have more than two types of insulation in them, meaning people have tried to add insulation to the same space a couple of different times, and it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked because they didn't address the attic air ceiling, and they didn't address the ventilation. Once you do that, cellulose is a wonderful product, and it'll be the last time you ever have to touch it. Wow, that, that is amazing because I remember many, many years ago unloading it, and you, you, you look at the material and you think, oh, okay. And I've I've had houses with it, and I believe the one I live in right now does, but that, that that's really good stuff, and it's been around a long time. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a cheap way to get to the R value as well. Um, again, to the desired R value for the amount of inches that you have to put in there. Mm. But we're gonna we're gonna start with the two and a half inches of a closed cell foam, and then we're gonna add cellulose over the top of that, giving you a total of an R60. So that's a very big R value. If you've got a, a roof that's under a 412 pitch, we're filling that cavity up, except for like the upper five feet of the roof, and then we're gonna put shoots all the way up to there. And that's where it's venting. So it's not gonna be a storage space anymore. It's going to be completely filled with insulation. Yeah, and with the natural gas bills, many of us have been seeing uh, over recent winters, uh, that isn't getting any cheaper. So, uh, no, and electric bills. Yeah. My, my electric bill is, is, you know, we had both the kids back from college this year. I was like, how many devices are we charging all of a sudden? <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the meter was sitting there running. I, I had some summer bills over $400 this year. I'm like, this is crazy. But yeah. I think uh, a couple of 20-year-old freezers have uh, started to drain more and more energy, I think. And I think uh, getting rid of those is going to be a big step in the right direction for us. Yeah, I got an old fridge in the garage that's in that boat after this hot summer. I have a feeling that was uh, uh, drinking a lot of juice, uh, for, for sure. Um, <laughs> yes, juice. Here's, here's, uh, here's one from our City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. By the way, 651-461-9226 is the number here on the Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Linda's Construction. Andy Linda's joining us. By the way, Denny Long on a Good Neighbor Tour. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, I I get a lot of acorns. I got some old oaks around the house. Um, From our text line, the house has been bombarded for a week or more with acorns. 
are they doing any damage up there? Probably not. Um, outside of if they don't get removed from the roof, they can get, hold water and stuff can start to grow on there. Um, but the, it's just noisy. You know, black walnuts and some of these other nut trees, too, that, 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 that drop some crazy things. It just doesn't damage. Branches and stuff like that, if they're falling down, can damage damage your roofing. But acorns especially, I wouldn't worry too much about it. It's just loud. But it's a, it's a big year for acorns, Steve. I got a couple oaks, too, and I don't know, remember the last time this many acorns came down. And yeah. so I don't know if this is telling us uh, what we're in store for a, a winter. I can't imagine it's this many acorns came down and yeah. so i don't know if this is telling us uh what we're in store for a, a winter i can't imagine it's any worse than last year yeah it, but, and you know what's crazy about that andy it gets to the point with a couple of my old oaks where i where i've got to get out the leaf blower and blow them into piles i've had to dig out the grain shovel i brought out a shop vac I've, I've filled my shop vac already about four or five times from just one of the trees uh, trying to get them off the turf and uh, get them off the sidewalk. And, of course, they, they pile up on the deck as well. It's It's been a crazy year for acorns. Yeah, the the, the deer have been in my yard the last two mornings, <laughs> showing away. I, uh, if, I, if, I, if I had the windows open, I'm, I'm guessing I could hear, I would have been able to hear them crunching. I don't know what it is about acorns, but it makes them lose them, their fear of me for sure. They were within five feet of my house. Yeah. And uh, the the wood ducks later in the season swing by my house and uh, clean up a few of them anyway. Hey, we've got another break. We'll nice. come back. Uh, we'll we'll talk uh, water heaters. If if maybe you've got uh, a cabin or a lake home and you shut down the water, uh, we'll, we'll get Andy's thoughts on that and uh, much much more. By the way, you can reach us at six five one four six one nine two two six six five one four six one. Nine two two six. It is a home improvement show Saturdays between nine and ten here on News Talk E three O W C C O. It is a home improvement show on a Saturday morning brought to you by Lindus Construction. Andy Lindus is here. Denny Long has a day off. As a matter of fact, he's on a good neighbor tour and will return in two weeks. So Denny Long getting some R&R. John Hines sitting in next Saturday morning here on the home improvement show. And Andy, let's go to the phones. Tim and Woodbury, you're on the air with Andy. Hello. Why? Well, say, I heard you guys start out talking about, you know, the roof and siding damage, and I was going to quickly explain. We kind of went through that. We've listened to this show for years and years, and everybody's walking around. I see most of the neighborhood getting roofs. My biggest question was always, if anything goes wrong, is that company going to stand behind it? And my wife said, you know, you should call Lindus. And we did. This is after the big uh, hail May of last year. But uh, and basically a guy, you know, a guy named Brady comes out, looks at our roof, and uh, real knowledgeable guy. And anyhow, he ends up, the singles that we wanted, we had GAF when we built the house 13 years ago. And he said, you know, you can get that in, was it a class four? And Linda said, we can do it for, you know, same amount of money. 
And that saved us right off the bat, 852 bucks. I got off my insurance policy. Wow. So I just wanted to say the whole pro- Tim, Tim, are you there? Hey, I'm back. All right, Tim. Oh, okay, Andy. Uh, Tim, Tim uh, dropped off there, but uh, nevertheless, quite a story. Saving on the insurance going with the Class 4. I, I hadn't heard that before. Uh, yeah, and, and sometimes it can be pretty significant um, where and as these, these rates go up, the savings um, is is more than what the rate hikes are, even. And some of the rate hikes have been twenty, thirty percent. I know the insurance companies tell you, "Hey, acts of God aren't going to raise your rates, or making a claim aren't going to raise your rates until they raise the rates for an entire region, because that region has had so many claims." And that's what's happening. I don't know. They can't. They tell us both ways that they're not going to raise the rates for acts of God, but the last. Two years, they've raised rates across Minnesota and Wisconsin 20 to 40%, depending on the carrier. Yeah, and Andy, he brought up another thing about service after the sale. Whatever that industry is, if there is an issue down the road, that there's a company there to stand behind it. You know, wherever you buy goods and services, that's got to be part of the equation. It did, and it should be, um, and that's one of the unfortunate parts. So, sorry, right when Tim came on, I uh, I dropped, so I, I didn't get to hear anything that that he said. But it's still like it's over seventy percent of contractors, Steve, go out of business within two years. So, when you're choosing a contractor, that kind of stuff is important. And dealing with storms is something a lot of them, that, again, when you have 90 days past due as much as we have, this is something that we had to plan for. We have relationships with, with banks, and my brothers and I are pretty frugal fellas where we, we, we plan for this. We can survive it. There's not, you know, everyone can get paid. We put it this way, Steve. In 35 years, we have, we've never been late on a bill at any one of our suppliers. And, and, and that's not going to change no matter how long it takes these insurance companies to pay. So it, it, servicing after the sale is something, that's how I choose where I do business. I know I can talk to somebody. Yeah, it, this is my person for this. This is my gal for that. This is my guy for this. Yeah, that, that's how I do business, how I choose where I'm going to spend my money. It's, it's going to be a lot more about the service than the products offered for sure. Andy Lindis and the Home Improvement Show each and every Saturday morning between 9 and 10. Uh, let's get back to the text line, 651-461-9226. Uh, if I turn my water off for the winter, uh, maybe there is a snowbird headed down south, maybe a lake home, uh, a cabin, etc. I think the shutdown of a cabin that you don't use in the winter months uh, is a big project. You better have a game plan. But but say, for instance, they're a snowbird and they want to shut the water off just to be sure uh, if there's a problem. How do you handle a water heater? What do you, what do, you do there? You know, um, for me, the only time I've had a water heater go bad is when we shut them off and have to turn them back on. They get turned back on before they get filled back up with water. Or they don't get drained properly, so they get corrosion. So I've, I've left it where I'm turning off all the water except for the water heater and leave that full. 
it doesn't take a lot of energy. If you're not using that water on a regular basis, this is where, where an argument can almost be made for an on-demand water heater for snowbirds. Typically, they're empty nesters. They don't, they're, they're not using as much water. And it, just on-demand water makes so much more sense to me because the vast majority of time, you're just paying to, to store the water, Eat, to store heated water. And my wife and I, we, we have on-demand water heaters, and we've never had an issue with them. Um, had some issues with water or like pressure over the years, but it was other plumbing issues that were causing that, not, not the water heaters. Yeah, I, I have it on demand, and and we've had it for years w- without problem. I, I guess the only thing is, uh, if you want instantly hot water out of the tap, we have an older model that, that's been in for maybe 10, 12 years, so we, we don't get that instant hot water, but once it's rolling, it, it works great, and it, it has been no problem. And by the way, in our utility room, we, we have more room because it, hangs on the wall it doesn't take up a bunch of space on the floor so we yeah. gained a little sport storage space absolutely one less um, thing to worry about leaking too yeah for sure uh, andy from our text line here here's a good one and and i know you and denny over the years have talked about this a great deal uh what what kind of roofing do you prefer um we have been with GAF for, um, since I can remember doing roofing and, and not just with GAF, the, the, the best shingles that GAF manufactures, every manufacturer has some really good lines and then the lines that the majority of people use. And when I say that 95% of the roofs getting installed in the twin cities are not class four shingles. And all the lowest shingle I'll do is the armor shield which is the least expensive class four shingles GAF makes. The shingle that we prefer to install in people's houses is the Glenwood shingle by GAF. We believe in the shingle so much that, that we, we, we work with GAF and Beacon to, to make it. And, you know, we have an exclusivity on it in the Twin Cities because it's discontinued everywhere else. At one point in time, we were over 80% of the installs in the entire country for Glenwood shingles were done by Linus Construction. So it's, it's no wonder why the manufacturer wanted to get rid of it. The vast majority of roofers see it, and they don't like to install it. It's harder to install. It's 10 bundles to a square. Feet. So from a guy that we used to work at a lumber yard, now you imagine like when you're loading shingles, mm. and typically it's three bundles of shingles to one square. A square is a 10-foot by 10-foot section or 100 square feet. It's 10 bundles to a square with this three bundles of shingles to one square. A square is a 10-foot by 10-foot section or 100 square feet. It's 10 bundles to a square with this Glenwood shingle. But it's still the only shingle that I've ever installed in the last decade that has never had hail damage. Zero hail damage on the shingle. It's, 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 it's as good as it gets. And it's as aesthetically pleasing as any shingles out there. So, and all the GAF underlayments, their, their venting and, and things like that, that we use all of their products. But again, they make different levels. So it's the, the best ice and water shield that they make. We, the, the best underlayment that they make, the, the, the best ridge venting that they make, the best ridge cap that they make is, is, is what we're using. And the vast majority of it's made right here in Minneapolis. 
Yeah, and a, a follow-up from that same texter, they, they said that the reason they ask is because they, they feel overwhelmed with all the choices out there, and they're, they're trying to narrow it down. And, and, and I, I, I completely understand that. One thing I know is, uh, again, you know, I trust the materials that GAF uses. I trust their manufacturing process as much as anybody. And the golden pledge warranty is as bulletproof a warranty as you can get from a manufacturer, meaning no matter what happens, 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the road, you're going to be able to look at that and say they can't ever tell you it was installed wrong which is the argument that always happens 20 years down the road. And this is where these, these warranties get drug out into class action lawsuits. Anybody that had a certain teed roof in our area of the world knows how that works out. $500 from a manufacturer does not get you a new roof. Yeah. I've had four warranty claims of GAF. Each and every single time, it was zero out-of-pocket money expenses for the customer. That's really, really important for me because... I want to make sure that the next person that sits in my seat 20 years from now isn't dealing with a bunch of work that we installed. We being my, my brothers and us and, and the other 157 people at Linus Instruction. You know, it's a, it's important to us. And that warranty is as good as it gets. There's, you know, there's, there's some other good roofing materials out there, but I, I'm telling you, I, if I could find a better system than the Glenwood roof or the Armor Shield roof, from GAF with a golden pledge warranty, I'd, I'd sell it and install it. Yeah, and, you know, Andy, when when you think about it, at some point most people are going to sell their home and, and being able to say, here, this, this is what we put into our home. This, this is how, when we redid the roof, this, there, there's got to be value in that at sale time. Yeah, when, when, when you, if you put on LP smart side, and a Glenwood roof, the chances of you having another hail claim are really, really small, especially when the, the options are like a, a, a standard, you know, architectural shingle with vinyl siding. That, that, that can be a year old, and one-inch hail can completely wreck that again. And there's just way too many people that are getting their third roof in the last decade that, that it should be a lot more people leaning this way. And this is you know, I want to feel bad for where deductibles have gone and, and what's happening, but it almost had to happen, and it should make people start to think more on the front end. Yes, no one expects to have these expenses happen now, and we all hate spending the money. But if you look at it this way, that the insurance company is paying, you know, 50 to 75% of the cost for you to upgrade your house significantly – not many of us get that opportunity. In, the, in a normal time when there's not hail, if you, you tell me someone's going to pay 75% of the cost for me to get a, a shingle I never have to worry about again, you know, you're going to do cartwheels. Well, that happens during a hailstorm and people get upset about it, and a lot of them choose not to do that because they weren't planning on it. And, and I get it, everyone has different finances, but, but if you start to think long-term, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, spending that extra $1,500 right now, is going to save you money down the road. It just will. Your insurance deductible is going to go up, and, and no matter what, you can't get away from your deductible. And if all of a sudden the deductibles get to be 1% of the home's value, 2% of the home's value, 5% of the home's value, look what home values have done the last few years, Steve. That, that can be a really big number. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Home Improvement Show, Andy Lindis. Quick break. We'll come back. We have a question about a flat roof on the cabin. Uh, What material should they use, or should they go with a pitched roof? We'll we'll get into that, and more on on on-demand water heaters, if time allows. It is a Home Improvement Show brought to you by Linda's Construction here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. It is a Home Improvement Show brought to you by Linda's Construction and, of course, uh, the website, lindasconstruction.com. Andy joining us. and uh, Andy, a couple of quick ones from our text line before we run out of time. Uh, we have a flat roof at our cabin. We need a new roof. Should we replace it with a pitched roof? I know this would add a great deal of expense. Your thoughts? Um, I, I probably need more information. I yep. always typically lean towards a pitched roof over a flat roof. I just, they, 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 they last longer. They don't leak as much. You can maybe do some creative things with the spaces. You can insulate it better, ventilate it better. There's a lot of positives there. It is going to be triple, quadruple the cost of just replacing the flat roof, though. Um, also, another quick one, uh, get your thoughts on, uh, we brought up on-demand water heaters. You have them. I, I have an on-demand uh, what what did you look for? What what are some things for people to think about? You know, I um, I just took the one that my plumber recommended. I, I told them how much we're going to use it, and they they installed it. My mine's a dual. It also runs my in floor heat, so I got on demand hot water, and it runs my in floor heat there. So, and and I'm telling you, my my gas bill is less than it ever was, but. It's tough for me to compare. I, I no longer have three children living at home. I, I have, you know, two in college and one that's done with college already. So we're empty nesting, not nearly as, you know, using as much water as we did at one point in time. Uh, but, again, I'm never paying for it than, you know, to, to, to sit there static either anymore. All right, Andy, before we run out of time, uh, what's going on at Lindus Construction? Right now, 50% off labor, the installation leaf guard gutters, GIF asphalt roofing, and infinity windows by Marvin. But more importantly, we have the drone crew out, and it's a free service. We're going to fly your house with the drone, get a hail inspection report. These are going to be pictures that you can keep forever. We'll always have this. We'll be able to compare to future storms if we need to. And, But most importantly, you'll actually be able to see the actual damage. You don't have to worry about someone getting up on your roof. Like, we're going to be able to look at it before we have to get up there if there's damage. So it, it takes away some of the risk for everyone as well, including us. So we can we can look at it with the drones, and my drone team can look at 10 to 20 houses a day each where our, our salespeople can only get to maybe two or three. So we're out ahead, and that's a free service we offer. All right, very good. Thanks, Andy. Andy Lindis, Lindis Construction, and the Home Improvement Show.